0: How many challenges have you been through in your life? Are you even able to come up with a number? Chances are the answer is no, I can't come up with a number. There have been too many. If I asked you to identify the biggest challenges in your life, quite a few are likely to come to mind. And as you let yourself go back and re-experience or think about what those challenges were, can you see how far each one of those challenges helped you to come? Today's episode is looking at how our challenges have made us Wiser people, and we are going to push forward into what we should do with that wisdom. Hello, hello. My name is Marsha Nathai Balkisoon, and I'm an overwhelm coach who helps people to stop feeling so swamped, so tired, so drained. And tap into their stores of joy and creativity so that they can start loving life more every day. Reach out to me for a free session where I can help you start shifting things within a half an hour. And we can talk about how I can support you to help you to move out of overwhelm and into so much more possibility and joy. When we want to learn something, there are several ways that we can go about learning. The first is the one we learned at school, and that is to go to a class, to read a book, to study a subject or a topic. And a lot of that approach is about finding specific content that has already been created like in books or in courses and there is the need for us to read that and internalize that and that is how we create stores of knowledge in ourselves but just having knowledge from reading a book or from listening to a lecture from somebody does not create a deep understanding of what we are learning. That's just one phase of learning. Another way that we often learn is by listening to the experiences of others. People can actually talk to us about what they've been through, Difficulties, challenges, successes, failures, they can share those stories, help us to understand how that experience came about for them and how they persevered, how they adapted, what tools they used, etc. And from their recounting of their own experience, we can learn vicariously. That's pretty useful. It doesn't give us all of the learning that we can get, but it certainly gives us a richer set of learning. The most taxing, most authentic, most time consuming, most long lasting, and impactful way to learn in my opinion and in the opinion of many is to go out and do it ourselves experiment practice implement those are other words people might use for this approach when you get your hands dirty when you actually put things into play yourself when you do it You get to feel in your body, connect your own thoughts, your own emotions, your own decisions, your own reaction times, your own responsiveness into your practice. And therefore, you are not distant from the learning. The learning is a part of what you are doing. And so it really is that you are steeping yourself in this knowledge. And out of you experiencing it yourself and out of you taking risks and making decisions and evaluating on the go how to change and how to adapt, making mistakes, making corrections, Out of those things, knowledge often becomes wisdom. Wisdom is a higher order version in my mind of knowledge. Because it's not static. It comes from practice. It comes from a lot of reflection and thought about what you thought you knew. And you change on the go in order to come up with better ways that work for you in different contexts. And so wisdom will help us to know that in theory certain things may be expected to happen. But depending on the day, depending on the situation, there may be Nuances that change in a situation. There may be a different person that we are required to work with. There may be different tools and materials available. There may be different needs because different people are to be served or different people are serving you. And depending on how all of these contributing factors play into a situation, your wisdom is what is going to guide you about how to change your approach. There's an exercise that I did once that helped me to take stock of my biggest stumbling blocks in my life and my biggest highs in my life, high points in my life, And by putting those into one picture, I suddenly saw how the ups and downs of my life had helped me to evolve and grow in ways that I had not recognized. And so today I want to share that exercise with you so that you have the chance to take stock of many of the formative experiences and decisions that you have been involved in from your own life experiences. And that is going to put you in a place of a lot stronger grounding so that you can take the next phase of your life on with confidence. So start this exercise by deciding what period of your life you'd like to focus on as a way to start looking at the highs and lows across a certain time frame in your life. For me, I started with the most recent 10 years that I've passed through. So you'll use a graph page and a pencil. On the back of the graph page, you can just write. If you are also working on a 10-year period that is closest to now. So you'd say 2013 to 2022 is the 10-year period that you're working on. And then during that time, think about what were the really big challenges and pain points that you had. List those out. And... Roughly, because it doesn't have to be exact, roughly identify what year and even what month that might have happened in. So you list that for all the big challenges, all the big hurdles, all the big feelings, all the big threats. And then you also, because life is all about the the ebb and flow, right? So you also want to list all the extremely good things that happened so that you are able to at least look at that list and see, okay, here are the big successes. Here were the big opportunities. Here were the joyful moments. And at the same time, here were the times of grief and loss and fear and anger and brokenness, right? Right? When you are finished with listing, um, several that come up. And as you do this exercise, more will come up as you go deeper into the exercise. But just start with what comes to mind first. You can manage your use of time in this exercise by giving yourself a certain window to do each stage. So brainstorm the highs and the lows on the back of the the graph page and maybe give yourself five minutes to do that initial listing then turn the graph page over so that you're seeing the grid and with a pencil mark off 10 blocks across the bottom line of the graph page so that you can imagine yourself having the first column for the first year out of the 10 years, the second column, which would be 2013, the second column for 2014, the third column for 2015, and so on and so on until the 10th column would be for 2022. All right. And, And on the vertical line, On the side of the graph page, the tall side of the graph page, you are going to be showing the highs and lows. So what you'll do is halfway up the side of the graph page, you are going to draw a line. And that line will run horizontally across the middle of the graph page and there you'll write your timeline so you'll write 2013 for the first block 2014 2015 for the 10 blocks covering the 10 years the area below the line will be for your downs for your challenges and the area above the line will be for your ups so you now begin to graph out how your life went in terms of ups and downs so you look at the back And the back now has a timeline. Which of the things happened in 2013? Those need to go and be represented in the first block, in the first column. So you list at the start of 2013, where were you? Were you feeling really... Like you were in a difficult place when the 2013 started. Or were you in a, were in a pretty good place? So you want on a high when 2013 started. Because that tells you where you will begin to draw your little line. What you'll do is put a dot for each of the activities that you have listed. So let's say that you lost a very close friend in 2013 you will assess for yourself okay so 2013 around the middle of 2013 i lost my friend and that was a real big downer for me so i'll say that that i'm going to plot that event way below the midpoint horizontal line in the column for 2013. But then by the end of 2013, I got a job and it was my ideal job. And all of a sudden life started to look so good. So I'll plot where I was. Maybe I come back to neutral at that point. I'm no longer down in the dumps. I've started to learn how to deal with the grief of the loss of my friend. And I'm starting to see an uptick. And so I just mark a dot to say, at the end of 2013, where was I? How was I feeling? And I mark in the dot, and I write next to the dot in pencil what the event was. And you continue like that, marking births and graduations and losses and frustrations and illnesses. Everything that goes high or low in your life that was major gets a dot as the years continue across that 10 year period. And what you'll start to do is you'll start to join those dots and see where your life basically went. Low sometimes, higher sometimes, even higher, where you got to the absolute high point and where you really hit rock bottom at certain points. That is such an important exercise because it begins to show you that wherever you are right now in your life or whenever really hard times come, they might feel like they mark the End of all joy in your life. But that graph, when you connect your dots, will remind you that life is all about variety. Life is all about ups after your downs. And the other valuable thing that comes from looking at your diagram or your graph is that you get now to step back and look at this picture of your life across that period and ask yourself following challenge x any one of those challenges what happened with me how did i feel what did i learn what were my reflections did i add certain tools to my toolbox for life did i realize that there were certain weaknesses or blind spots that i had have i dealt with them or are there some that i get the opportunity to look back on right now and say they're still learning to be had here and so this exercise will prompt you to reflect on that And to see what work you still have to do to build your resilience, to build your competence, to change your attitude, to prepare you for the next challenge in life, or to prepare you to take the next big opportunity as well. So at every point, you get to ask yourself, what have I learned? Who did I become? And as I look back on the 10-year period that I've mapped out, I get to see, you get to see how far you've come and celebrate that life is not static. That the one thing that's certain in our life is that there will always be change. There will always be something around the next corner. And now you know that you can meet it and that you can thrive no matter what comes. This method is a method that I have structured up for myself by incorporating a lot of reflective and growth work into my own approaches for constantly pushing my resilience and pushing my hope into a better place. But it is built... On an exercise that i did from listening to i think it was an, an interview with michael beckwith um, and that really was the kernel from which this little method grew for me so i want to acknowledge that important thing that he Provided this important start for me to see the ups and the downs as the way that I sparked growth and sparked the ability to thrive and to adapt and to evolve even more each day in my life. He's a really good resource to also tune into if you're looking for you know, people who are inspiring and who have wonderful methods. I hope that today's episode makes a difference to you. I know that this approach has made a big difference to me. It's helped me to know that I am not going to sail through life, but when life comes and throws me a really big challenge that leaves me On the floor crying and feeling as though I can't move even an inch. Having that diagram that I can just switch my mind back to reminds me that it's not the end. That I am going to fall. That I am going to feel hurt. But that I have gotten up before and I will get up again and so will you friend. So I wish you all the best, as always. Please leave me a message. Tell me a little bit about the big ups or downs that stood out for you as you did this exercise. Leave me a voice message and let me know if some of these episodes are making a difference for you and what else you'd like me to explore. What else you'd like me to add as we have our dialogues and as we do our interviews and as I share my own talks on this podcast? Much love to everybody listening. Please don't forget to subscribe and I look forward to chatting with you again.